tears, black swan, white raven, silver birch, blood moon, and black heart, ivory bones is comprised of original fiction by authors who retold or invented new fairy tales. So did my own, once upon a time, new fairy tales. Kate Bernheimer's literary anthology, My Mother She Killed Me, My Father He Ate Me, 40 New Fairy Tales, was also for adult readers. But... Datlow and Windling have also edited books for children. A Wolf at the Door, Swan Sister, and A Troll's Eye View, a book of villainous tales, as well as those for slightly older readers. The Green Man, Tales from the Mythic Forest. The Fairy Reel, Tales from the Twilight Realm. The Coyote Road, Trickster Tales. The Fairy Reel, Tales from the Twilight Realm. Although called speculative fiction, many of the stories for young adults in Firebirds, Firebirds Rising and Firebirds Soaring, all edited by Sharon November, are wonder tales. More recently, there have been the Gavin Grant and Kelly Link edited Monstrous Affections, an anthology of beastly tales, Rags and Bones, new twists on timeless tales, edited by Melissa Marr and Tim Pratt, and Unnatural Creatures, stories selected by Neil Gaiman and Maria Devonna Headley. And that's just off the top of my head and personal bookshelves. As for recent fantasy novels intended for young adults and teens that could be recognized as extended wonder tales, the list is far too long to even begin. Truth-telling stories are not just told in books these days. I'm not even considering dance, drama, music, art, cinema, or television. What new stories will become classic guides and repositories of human culture can only be determined with time. But they are being produced. On a similar note, there is a learned professor, Armando Maggi, who believes fairy tales have lost their magic. That even though we need new myths to guide us through reality, we aren't capable of inventing them. We just keep going back to the old tales and reinterpreting them. Since the complexities, moral ambiguities, and raw, unpolished shock and violence of the original narratives have been simplified into stories suitable for children, we can no longer dream. Evidently, Professor Maggie believes we have no new stories to replace the old and that no one is saving fairy tales by writing new ones. Poppycock. Professor Maggie must not read much fiction or explore other arts and media. A myriad of fairy tales are being marvelously reinterpreted or retold or newly invented. And far from being sanitized for the kiddies, many of these narratives are just as gritty, transformative, subversive, weird, and powerful as what came before. Some are inventive and adventurous while maintaining a certain fidelity to their antecedents. Others, as Angela Carter sought to do, put new wine in old bottles so the pressure of the new wine explodes the old bottles. And authors are also using the wine of non-Western culture to broaden the basis of our dreams. Gee whiz, Professor Maggie, this has been going on for about 40 years. You've never heard of, to name only a few, Holly Black, Susanna Clark, Lev Grossman, Gregory Maguire, Robin McKinley, Marissa Meyer, Catherine M. Valenti, or Jane Yolen? Not even Neil Gaiman? That we have lost some of the morals, essential elements, and characters from the earliest tales is no doubt true, and one cannot argue with the good professor when he states the first step to rediscovering the power of fairy tales is to fully comprehend their roots, to explore the history of oral and written storytelling. 
At least, I think these are points he espouses in the 448 pages of his book, Preserving the Spell, Basila's The Tale of Tales and Its Afterlife in the Fairy Tale Tradition. Admittedly, I gained my impressions from reading interviews and excerpts and the like. As of this writing, the book has yet to be published. Since the excerpts I've read are stultifying and the book costs $55, I doubt I'll be reading it anytime soon. But when the University of Chicago magazine relates how Maggie is invariably asked when giving talks on the subject, so where are the new stories, he can't answer the question except with, it has to be a cultural change, it can't be one person who saves fairy tales, and he implies this is not being done by anyone. One feels one's perceptions are probably valid. As for exploration, understanding, and rediscovery, I also see this is currently being accomplished and has been for decades. I'm sure his book is another valuable contribution to the study of fairy tales, but it's not as if Maria Tatar, Marina Warner...